Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We spoke earlier today to Warren Wren, CEO of Golden Minerals, a TSXV-listed silver gold explorer with assets in Mexico, Argentina, and the US. Complicated story, but if you want our thoughts and opinions on that conversation and indeed the company itself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club where you can also find detailed company reports, commentary from market experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. There are training videos on there. There are summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you a little bit of time. And of course, there's a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a safe environment. So go there and sign up to cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Warren, how are you doing, sir? Hi, Matthew, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Not bad. Good to catch up with you. Been, uh, well, again. actually, when did we speak? We, we spoke in September. It hasn't been too long. It hasn't been too long. It was uh, August, I think, late August. Late yeah. August. Is that right? Crikey. Yeah. It's all melding into one. Anyway, are you well? Are you keeping healthy? Yep, very. Thank you. Yourself? We we are. I've, I've gone and got myself one of those, um, what do you call it, Peloton bikes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm making ah. a vague, vague attempt. And then I jump straight off and I've opened a bottle of wine. It's, it's, it's the right way to go. <laughs> But anyway, we're um, we're going to catch up with you today because you know when we last spoke, you, things were starting to move, um, and we're kind of keen to hear about Rodeo and how that's progressing before you know before the end of the year sets upon us. So, but before we do that, why don't you give us that one minute overview of the companies so that people here who are new to the story can understand what you're up to? Yeah, so we're 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 completely focused on on uh, turning the company around from being an exploration only company to a production company. Now, we have in the past been in production and we see our path forward uh, to be a profitable producer starting next year uh, with the Rodeo mine foremost in our plans, uh, but then followed closely by a restart uh, at Villardania. So the, the, the one-two punch of those two operations uh, will bring us back into profitable profitability um, and uh, for a sustained period of time, you know, at least uh, 10, 12 years. Uh, so we're really excited about that. I think it, it makes a, a it's a trans, transformative uh, change for the company, um, and uh, you know I think the investors are excited about it. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't think we'll go too much into the history leading up to now, or indeed all of the assets today. People can look at the links that we'll put below to kind of get an you know come up to speed as it were. But today I do want to focus on Rodeo because it's the key which unlocks the cash, which unlocks the prize. Uh, by that, I mean it gets you into production at Valardania. So how are things with regards to Rodeo? Where are you at? What are you doing? No, we're, we're right on schedule. You know, we're making great progress on, on all fronts. Our, our main focus here has been, well, threefold. Uh, one, the, the environmental permits, which we have one of the two that we need. Um, the second, uh, we expect to have uh, this month. Um, it's been slowed somewhat uh, by the Mexican government's response to the COVID crisis in Mexico, which has gotten worse as it has in many places in the world. But we still expect to have that permit uh, in you know, late in November. Um, and that's the main uh, uh, impact statement uh, uh, approval and, and the uh, you know, approval from Stemernat to start operations. So that's on track. Um, the, uh, the, other, the other aspect uh, that we've been working on is a, a bit of a, a change in the mill uh, for 
uh, better processing of the harder ores uh, from Rodeo compared to what the mill had been processing before. It's fairly, um, you know, it's a small change. It's it's a, adding a, a, a regrind mill, um, a ball mill after the uh, current ball mill. Um, so it's within the budget and that's um, on schedule and going well. And then, you know, the third aspect that we've been working on is just uh, the mine plan and the details of the metallurgy. We have you no know, additional metallurgical tests that confirm what we had in the PEA. Uh, we do need a, a slightly finer grind size to get that. And that's uh, accommodated by the new mill that we're installing. So things are going quite well. Uh, we still expect to start production in January um, and uh, you know, be cash positive uh, in Q1 2021. Okay, so you've got the, all the cash you need to kind of get yourself to the point where you can get into production, which wasn't a great sum of money from our maybe talking about one and a half. Yeah, it's only, bucks. it's a million and a half cash right. uh, out, out the door before we actually are cash positive. We have plenty. Uh, we ended uh, Q3 with 8.7 million US in the bank. Um, no, so we're, we're fine. I think, you know, we'll, we're projecting about 7 million um, in the bank uh, by the time we're producing in January. Right. And the, the, the other things that we're talking about, just again to remind people perhaps haven't heard the story for a while or people need to, you're talking about it. It's a very short life of mine. It's a two and a half year life of mine, but you would be throwing up upwards of 25 million bucks cash at, I think you used quite a low number there, but it's going to be more than that in today's environment. Yeah. Yeah. The, the PEA went uh, out at 1660, I think, for uh, ounce gold. Um, and that's the number that you're talking about is based on on those prices. So at current prices, it's quite a bit more. You know, it's up over 30 million um, net after tax. Uh, and so, you know, it's going to be very substantial for the company. You know, we, we have, uh, you know, our market cap has gone up with our share price appreciation somewhat. Um, so now we're a 70 million market cap cap company. I think last time we talked, we were still down in the in the mid 30s or so, maybe 40. Um, but uh, yeah, it still is very significant for the company. Um, more than covers all our costs, gives us cash uh, left over. Um, it makes us a profitable company. Right. Okay. And, and we'll we'll talk about the use of proceeds in, in, in a second. But you know, people need to understand and believe that Rodeo is a simple process. Nothing can go wrong. It's a short life of mine, but it's still mining. So you know. Where are you with you know that? Is it is is it a case of it's really simple money? You don't yeah, no, it's it's issues. as straightforward. It's as straightforward as you can get, really, because you know it's an open pit, low strip ratio open pit mine sits on top of a ridge. I mean, it's just a beautiful deposit. You know, it has a great gold grade, uh, over three grams per ton, uh, which you know gives you a, a value per ton of ore of uh, extreme, extremely good value per ton of ore. Um, given the current gold price. And, you know, we already have the processing facility. We're making a tweak to it, installing a second, a regrind mill. Um, but it's a short haul from Rodeo to the mill. It's about 100 kilometers. Um, all those costs are, are very easily handled, uh, given the, the high value per ton of ore. Um, and you know, it's really hard to see what could go wrong. You know, the, the biggest uh, hurdle in my mind is the uh, the final environmental permit, which you know we're well on our way to getting. You know, we've had uh, good conversations with Semernat and you know pending their response to the virus uh, outbreak there, um, you know we'll get that uh, in the next few weeks. I see good news on that one. Well, you'll have yours well. We 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 spoke with the. Uh 
I'm trying to remember the, what, what was it. We spoke to the Mexican government. <laughs> They're taking this online in Q1. So you'll be able to see where permits and licenses sit within the system online and not have to go and walk the corridors of power. There yeah, you go. That'd be very interesting. It'd be a great improvement. You know, yeah. uh, because we, we've been limited to their ability to meet with us in person and they've been reluctant to do so. So yeah. you know, when the doors are shut and you don't have any other method to, to communicate with them, then it makes it more difficult. Yes, yeah, Ministry of the Economy. Anyway, slight distraction, but I think good news for all Mexican uh, mining companies. Um, oh, so, absolutely. Uh, as he said, it can reduce the chance of corruption and uh, speeds the process up. So let's get let's get back to what you're going to be doing with this money. So you, we knew that you would be taking a large portion of the money generated from Rodeo. So it's less dilutive to be able to go and develop Valardenia, okay? So not all, but a lot of it. Uh, the rest you'll use for exploration. So let's let's talk about where you're at with Valardenia at the moment and what the timing is on that. Yeah, so Valardenia is still on, on, on track. We're doing uh, the uh, final studies and engineering uh, review and planning design for the biooxidation plant. And as you'll recall, the biooxidation unlocks the gold value from Valardenia, and it's very important to the project. Um, the project would be economic without the gold payable, but it's twice as profitable with the gold payable and improved like we can do with the biooxidation plant. So we're, we're in the process of obtaining a new bulk sample to, to run the final test work so we get the mass balance uh, for the design of the biooxidation plant. And we're, we're running that in tandem with uh, the Rodeo uh, startup. Um, and it's my plan, uh, although this isn't final, it's my hope and plan to begin production based on the lead silver con and the zinc con in 2021. Now, exactly when in 2021 we'll get that done is a bit unclear to me. I think it'll be by Q3, um, sometime in Q3, uh, and potentially sooner. You know, we, we've hired uh, two new mine managers, one for Rodeo, one for Velardena. Uh, great guys, uh, Mexican nationals. Uh, we're, we're expecting that's going to you know, help streamline the process of getting things back uh, where they need to be to be in production on that timeline I'm talking about. Okay. And how much money are you going to have to throw at this? Um, so it's about a $10 million uh, uh, startup cost for, for Velardena. About six of that, uh, six to seven, is the bioxidation plant, and the other is uh, development cost. So it's it's a fraction of what we're making after tax from Rodeo, and gives us plenty of room to cover you know, all of our costs, corporate costs, plus exploration uh, uh, advancing. Right, and, and again, give me some of the numbers there in terms of what the scale of this uh, operation is. The uh, the Velardena? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so the Velardenia operation, after it's it's running, um, you know, with the very low assumptions in the PEA of uh, thirteen hundred dollar gold, has about a hundred million um, um, total cash flow over ten years. So the net present value on that after tax is about seventy ish. Um, but now that's at that very low price, and that was also done at a low silver price. So when you put today's prices in there, you're almost doubling that. So it's about a $200 million project um, over over a 10-year life. And the life can be extended. We know it's open at depth. Right, So, but it's very different from Rodeo. You know, you're chasing narrow veins here. Yeah. So 
costs are, costs are a little bit more. Yeah, so again, come, come back to the exploration bit here because you know, how are you going to extend um, this particular asset? How are you going to extend the life of mine? The, uh, the Velardania life? Yeah, yeah so, so we know that, that the system continues at depth below where we have it drilled out. Uh, you know, with narrow veins, it costs, you know, the cost of drilling narrow veins is substantial per, per ton of ore that you prove up. So we stopped after we had about 10 years on, on the books and resource. Um, and you know, we have evidence that there's at, you know, another 500 meters of vertical extent of the system based on an intercept uh, that we have in the vein system at depth. We just didn't follow up on it uh, extensively. So we know it's there. And it's just a matter of once we get into a better position you know, geometrically to test it with shorter drill holes, we'll carry on. So that can be run you know, as, as we're producing. We don't have to wait for that. That's just uh, you know, something that we'll do while we're producing to extend the life. So it has the potential to be, you, know, you could double that mine life. You could make it a 20 year mine life. We're, we're not producing a lot of material. It's quite high grade. Um, and its you know, value per ton is, is quite impressive. Now, the narrow veins make it more difficult and expensive, as you say, uh, but we're used to it. We're, we're, we've, we've done okay at, at mining these narrow veins before, and I think we'll do better this time around. Yeah, but again, it's just sort of understanding how you do develop these things out in terms of understanding the size of the ore body, the, the shape of the ore body, and it's all well and good you know, extending the life of mine, but when silver is on, got a, you know, like it is now, great. When silver, the erratic silver falls away, it's it's more expensive, but it, it's harder. So how do you go about planning with cycles, um, how you go about attacking something? Because right now you want to be going hell for leather, don't you? Yeah, so the, the, the recovery of the gold based on the bio-oxidation circuit and, and some of the silver additionally, gives us a lot more flexibility um, to produce down to lower metals prices once we have that bio-oxidation circuit in place. Um, now, the PEA shows that um, net of, of credits of uh, you know, gold, lead, zinc, the silver is produced for free, basically, okay, per ounce. Now, you say producing a million ounces of silver at essentially no cost based on the credits from the other metals. So you can go down you know, as long as the other metals have maintained their price to some extent, you can go down in pricing quite far and still be profitable. So that's a big change from where we were, you know, five years ago. Right. How are you kind of def defining the dilution component? Because again, I, I'm just fascinated by ch when you chase high veins, how people do the math. I mean, how, how have you approached it? Yeah, so it's critical to get the dilution cal calculations right. Um, that's, that's absolutely key. Um, and, and so we spent a, a great bit of time doing a geometric uh, dilution, not, not just applying a percentage, but actually calculating the volume, the mine out volume uh, versus you know, the, 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 the volume of the payable vein. Um, we're going to use a two-stage mining technique called resuing, where we drop the vein at the narrowest uh, width possible and then come back and widen the opening so we can continue. So that process, while expensive, you know, gives us much more control on the dilution than we would have otherwise. So okay. we still maintain that you know, we can, you know, depending on, on what the actual vein width at that particular stope is, you know, our dilution you know, could easily be 100%, could be a bit more, 
but the values, you know, the, the, the grades within the vein support that. So it, it's really, you know, we've spent a lot of time looking at it very carefully and we're confident that we've got it right. Okay, okay. So just to kind of recap on where we're at, Rodeo, we're, we're, you've started the process. It's going to be cash flowing when? Um, cash positive in Q1. Q1, okay. Yep. Which then the knock-on effect in terms of getting things moving at Valadenia and when does that get into production? So I'm, I'm thinking we can start based on, you know, assuming metals prices stay where they are, silver, lead, zinc, we can start without getting paid well for the gold and still be profitable in you know, Q3, Q4 of 2021. Um, stockpile the pirate concentrate, process that once we have the bio-oxidation plant up and running, which will be sometime in 2022. Um, and then we're, you know, we're off to the races with uh, full payables sometime in 2022, probably late in the year. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a process to design and build these plants, um, but I, I'm fairly confident 2022 is you know, when we'll have that up and running. Okay, and you're under no pressure, you're debt-free. Debt-free, we paid off right. our debt. We had, we had a couple of small debts early in the year just as protection, you know, when things looked pretty ugly back in March, uh, paid that off uh, we, and uh, so debt-free, we've got cash in the bank. Uh, we can weather you know, some changes in the schedule without any problem, we can you know, be fine with a delay. You know, we're not required to spend much money on our other projects and we've parked uh, El Kvar with uh, Barrett Gold. Yeah, Barrett Gold is covering the costs and and moving that forward independently. So that was one of the big, uh, you know, cash outlays on an annual basis that we had, and and that one's protected now. Yeah, I, I want to come to that in a second. So again, I just want to totally yeah. understand this. So because you had uh, Heckler, were um, they were using the mine? You were getting five million bucks a year. That contract has come to an end. Have they? Have they stepped away completely now, or are there any residue residual uh, cash? Injection from them, and you have Yeah, we'll we'll be. Uh, they're still milling ore um, at at our mill through November, through and November, so we'll it. have we'll have cash coming in from them uh, through uh, December. We you know it's about a month in arrears, um, and then uh, you know we'll be up and running ourselves in January. So a very short period of time without that right. income. Okay, and yeah, it's good, it's good to point out because there is quite a burn at Bellardania if you're not making money with those assets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So, so Valadenia, I guess you've got, well, Rodeo, but a bunch of processes. We're going to be looking for Q1 for you to be getting in production. And over the course of the next year, possibly Q3, we'll start seeing a lot more activity at Valadenia. Brilliant. Um, El Cuevar, you, you talked about the barrack earning there. What are the terms there? Because again, barrack option, lots and lots of properties around the world. And they, yeah, they do cover the cost and they do a bit of work on it. But if they don't find what they're looking for, they walk more times than not. What are the terms that they've come into you with? Yeah, they're they're guaranteed to carry us for two years, uh, or or a million in, in exploration spending, and that's um, um, you know they they have to spend uh, ten million total over eight to earn in, and they earn in at seventy percent, uh, carrying us at thirty through a pre feasibility, a positive uh, pre feasibility of a two million ounce gold deposit, two million plus ounce. Gold deposit, so it's significant. Um, and you're right. You no, know, more often than not, they don't find what they're looking for. They're very excited about the prospects here. Um, you know, it's it's a, a huge high sulfidation district. It's what they love to explore in South America. 
Um, I expect that you know, they'll certainly take the two years um, and then they'll be drilling, in my opinion, uh, in all likelihood, um, and carry on. And it depends on what they find. Yeah, well, and, and that's not to say, and I don't mean to be negative about it, but it, just because they don't find what they want doesn't mean there's not good news for you because you inherit the data. Exactly. Exactly. There, there's there's a profitable deposit there for us right now that we've done the, the work on at today's silver prices. It didn't look good enough at you know $15 silver. It looks quite attractive at $25 silver. Now, if we got it back, we would put that in production now. Right. Okay. So they've got two years. They're going to spend a million bucks, minimum a million bucks. They don't expedite yeah, not, it. In any minimum way spends a million. They, they could expedite. So, you know, they could uh, spend that faster, obviously. But uh, my my take on it, it's going to take them two years to get to their drill program. Um, and, uh, you know, if they see what they want, carry on. If they don't, we get it back. Okay. And then again, just to remind people, the, the full portfolio here, you've obviously got Santa Maria, Mexico. You've got that out with fabled copper. How are things going there? Have they raised the money they need? Yeah. Yeah, so, so they have their money raised. Uh, they're just waiting to fulfill a couple of uh, requirements with the uh, um, the stock exchange in Canada. Um, and then we'll we expect to close that deal um, in, in this quarter. So we'll have that. And that, you know, so that's uh, cash to us based on that deal. It's, uh, you know, four million over two years, uh, half a million off the bat on closing. Um, and then a, a royalty income on the production. Uh, 1% right. NSR. So okay, it pays so. us back for our investment, basically. Absolutely. It wasn't quite big enough for us, but it's great for them. Yeah. There you go. Okay. It wasn't big enough for you guys, but you could be half a million bucks of cash once they get things sorted out with the regulator. Yeah. 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 Once they Christmas. sign and we're going to, yeah, we're going to sign here in November, um, November, early December. I think we have it through mid December as the current timeline. Uh, maximum timeline. So before Christmas, we'll have this wrapped up, and every, everything's now progressing. Uh, uh, there's, there's been, you know, some some uh, setbacks, I guess, with the regulators, but uh, it's all under control now and and progressing on on target. <laughs> oh, always is, always is. Okay, we've bounced, we've bounced from Mexico to Argentina, um, back to Mexico, but um, we should talk about Nevada as well with uh, Sand Canyon. What are you planning with that? So, uh, you know, we had some uh, interesting results, not, not spectacular, nothing that was going to get us you know, drilling off to offset it or anything like that. But we established that the vein system is there. It, um, it has the signs of being a potentially productive uh, epithermal system. But we basically need to do more work on that system to know exactly where we want to do the additional drilling. So we're under no rush to spend money there. We, we've uh, you know, met our commitment in advance. Uh, we don't have to spend money there until 2022, basically, other than holding costs. Um, we, we, we will go ahead and, and complete the exploration work that we have planned as soon as we can get there and, and get the guys on the ground. Uh, because our partners uh, are Canadian and, and we're in the U.S., uh, there's no trans-border travel that's very easy to accomplish these days. So as soon as COVID uh, backs off, we'll be in a position to, to carry that on right. uh, much more easily. Okay. In the meantime, you know, we're doing some, some low-cost surface work, sampling, uh, analysis of the results, uh, looking at what additional geophysics we might do to help us on the targeting. 
And you know, it's, it's a great area. It's a great system. Uh, we just need uh, you know more work on it to define where that successful drill hole is going to be. Right. So you've, you've had commercial success, not necessarily economic success yet. Yeah, technical success is what you'd call it. You know, we found the system's there. We got drill holes in it. Uh, it doesn't have the grade we were looking for. It's just you know, we have smoke, not fire. But we'll, we'll get there. I love that. I love that. When, when, we, when you say that in press releases, people talk about technical success. It means, man, it didn't work quite the way we'd hoped it would. We'll come back to it later. Um, <laughs> that's that. But you're, you're, what it does allow you to do doesn't distract you, and you can get focused on delivering Rodeo, which with that quite meaningful cash input, and get things going at Valadena. And that's, that's the interesting one here, I think, for shareholders. Because, I mean, like you did, you did say, your market cap has risen significantly. I think that people are starting to recognize the sort of imminent nature of the, of the cash flow from Rodeo. Is that, is that what's done it? Yeah, that's what's going on, and we're getting we're getting credit for our plans as it gets closer. Um, you know, it looks very attractive. We have a number of uh, you know analysts pegging us at a, a dollar per share kind of uh, NAV uh, once production is going. So you know, we're on our way to that. We're still trading you know less than fifty cents a share, although we did break it uh, here last week. Um, but uh, you know, I fully expect us to be at or above a dollar next year. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, exciting times ahead. You just need to kind of keep, keep moving forward. I mean, it's been, you've come from quite a complicated time, you know, and you're problem solving for quite a long time. It's, it's, the, it's, it's coming together now and you, you, you must be quite relieved. Oh, absolutely. Now, as, as things <laughs> progress and you make progress on these plans, now if you'll recall our first conversation, which I think was in May or June, um, no, things were quite unsettled still. We didn't really know. But uh, you know, we've, we've had this plan uh, together here for a while, and, and things are coming in as predicted by the PEAs that we put out uh, earlier this year. Uh, so we've you know, confirmed, reconfirmed, and, and we're building the confidence that we need to carry forward. And now we have the money to do it. As you recall, previously, we didn't have the money. Now we do. So th- things are much, much uh, um easier to envision how they're going to work. Um, and I'm very confident in our success based on this. Okay. Well, it, yeah, like I said, money does make things a lot easier, but a little bit more optionality and it, the thinking yeah. becomes a little clearer too. Um, Warren, thanks for the update. Um, best of luck with this. I look forward to hearing more from you. Certainly Q1 next year looks like a big moment. Certainly, yeah, in terms of cash flow. Uh, so stay in touch, pick up the phone and let us know how you're getting on. Okay. Fantastic, Matthew. Thank you. Great, great to talk again. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.